Hey girl, hey, we all know it takes a village to raise these little humans and I wanna be an added member to your village. I'm Becca, I'm a mom of three and I know the ins and the outs of motherhood. It's so confusing, the duality. Either one day you can really love it or maybe the next day you don't love it so much and that is why I'm here. Let's get vulnerable, let's get real. This is not a cookie cutter parenting podcast. This is the real honest truth. This is Hey Girl, Hey. Hey Girl, Hey. Welcome back to my second episode. I just want to take a second before the show starts to thank everyone that has been so supportive in this and just the messages I've been receiving. It just means so much to me. I hope I can continue to bring value to you and bring content to this podcast that really resonates with you. I say that all the time, but it really matters to me. So again, thank you so much, and I hope you enjoy today's show. Today's topic is a tough one because I want to make sure when I talk about this that there is a very real, transparent communication in this episode from me to you that I know you read this topic and you're probably like, enough. Like, I've seen enough of this topic. Everyone says, take care of yourself, self care. It's like this buzzword. But what I want to remind you of when we're talking, or when I'm talking about this today is that self care doesn't have to be a huge beast. I am going to share with you the things that I have done. And I still, again, I'm real time with you. I still struggle with it. But I have implemented things in my life that have helped me really see the other side. When I say the other side, because I mean that in a way that once you start implementing these little things and start getting these little nudges to fill your cup, you will start noticing that your whole world shifts just a little bit and for the better. Because being a caregiver, being a mom, everyday mundane tasks, if you're a working mom and stay-at-home mom, it doesn't matter you still get hit with so many responsibilities and so many people needing you every single day. And when we put ourselves to the side, it really creates a division of self and who we are and who we were. So I'm going to go over a few things today that helped me in the early days, in the days now, um, that helped me kind of get out of that a little bit to find myself again. And This may not fit in your world, and that's okay. I'm just hoping this episode helps you understand, give you confidence, gives you a little bit of inspiration to start taking care of yourself just a little bit. So in the early days of motherhood, I feel like I was, I wasn't thinking about self-care at all. I'm going to be honest, like when I first started incorporating self-care, I didn't even know that I was doing it. And I'll give you the backstory on that right now. So when the twins are born, you know, again, they come home, we're, we're doing our thing. I'm learning how to maneuver this new world of, that I was in and scared. So I was so scared. I mean, I was terrified. I was not like that natural. I wasn't like, oh, I got this. I know how to change a diaper. I know how to hold them. I was scared to hold my own child. Okay. So When the twins were home, we were just getting into a groove and I noticed quite early that Sage had colic. Like I didn't know at the time, but she was having this witching, they call it the witching hour, but this was like 
hours. I mean, it would start like at 4 p.m. and then it wouldn't end until like 8 p.m. And she would cry and cry. And I would give her to Anthony. We were literally like ping ponging back and forth with breaks because it was just so much on all of us because we still had Ace. And so we still had another baby to care for. So I took her into the doctor. The doctor then said that she had colic. She gave us alternatives on what to do. And so we got home. Those alternatives didn't work. Medication didn't work. And so in my instinct at that time, I was like, let me just wear her like on me in an ergo carrier. That was just what I thought to do. And I started noticing as I was wearing her around the house that she immediately started calming down. So I was like, okay, sleep deprivation was there. I still was caring for Ace. I mean, there was just this whirlwind of a moment of time. And so I thought, okay, why don't we like incorporate this outside? So then I started doing it outside. So every evening it was like, it was like clockwork. Four o'clock would hit, that girl would go off. So I'd be like, all right, ergo time. I'd get her in the ergo. We'd go outside. We'd do like a walk. And it was like just a short walk. I was with her and then I'd go with Ace in the stroller. And I started walking and I started noticing that it was helping me to get outside because I was realizing very quickly how much my time was spent inside in these walls, which is not healthy at all. As we know, as humans, like we need to be outside. We need to get out. We need to have some movement in our day. And I noticed that really quickly when I started getting outside, it was helping me because I didn't have a lot of that throughout the day in the early days. So then I started just doing this every day and started making it a habit. And we were out every day, five minutes here, 10 minutes here, and then it started progressing. Then things started calming down with her where she wasn't as colic. And it just started getting bigger. Like it was like, oh, I just did a 20 minute walk with them. And my moods just started shifting. I felt better. I was getting fresh air, vitamin D. And I will say that is a big one for self-care, at least for me, was getting outside. And not only getting outside, there was movement, which is piggybacking off of two exercise, which is a whole nother beast. But let me just stick to the outside for right now. Walking, 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 moving my body, getting out. I would put my AirPods in. I would listen to a good podcast. I would listen to some good music and jam out for that 10 minutes. And it just broke up the day. And I don't know about you, but being inside with a newborn is pretty normal. I think that there's a good part of it and there's obviously a bad part of it because I think we all need a change of scenery. But I do think too, the change of scenery really helped. Like seeing like the trees and I know it sounds to maybe some that don't understand if you're listening, those things are huge. Changing your scenery is a big one. And I started really appreciating those small things. You know how people say, get out and smell the roses. I was really into it. Like I was like out there, I was looking at the sky. I was looking at the cars pass by. I was taking it all in because I just had a huge shift in my life where I, my life literally blew up in my face. (laughs) And now I'm like trying to incorporate these new things that were so little, but I never took the time to notice those things before. You know, before I had the twins, I was never outside like taking all that in. So I think there's a blessing in disguise with it is that I was able to appreciate 
you know, being outside and getting the fresh air, seeing the beauty that was around me. And it really shifted my perspective. And it shifted my mind, you know, the state of mind when you're dealing with newborns, you're going through it. Let's be real, you're going through it. There's a lot of change. And change for me is hard because I'm a routine queen. I'm someone that did the same thing every day for a very long time. And now I'm trying to shift gears. So that helped me. So what I would say is if you're in the beginning stages, getting outside, even to this day, I still do it. It's a practice in our life every day. I get those kids out and it may not be perfect. Just yesterday, we went on a walk. All three of my kids had a full on tantrum and it was maybe only 10 minutes long, but we did it and we came back home because it just wasn't the time to do it. And I would say too, be flexible in that because there are going to be days as the kids get older or even if you have kids now that are toddlers, not every day is going to be the same, but stick to a routine in that and you'll find that your self-care, your cup will be filled just a little bit through this crazy time. The next thing I would say for self-care that I found to be very much a rewarding thing at the time, I was trying to figure it out, but I was trying to think of things that I did and that I loved before having kids. That's a hard one. That voice is going to be very low. It's not going to be a high voice in your ear telling you all these things because when you're going through the process of learning to be a new mom, you feel a little bit of guilt thinking like that because it's like, why am I thinking of that when I have a huge responsibility? And so I did tap into that and I was trying to tap into it in a realistic way because obviously you can't really do a ton of stuff like you used to before, but I was thinking, okay, One, my personality, I'm creative. I am someone that likes to learn. I like to be around people. I like to be, I'm a social girl. And I was really getting to a place where I was so introverted, which is not me. And so I tapped into that, like, what is happening? I'm such an introvert now from being at home that I was like, okay, no, like that is not me. Yes, it's me for what it is. And it's happened, but it's time to kind of ruffle that up a little bit and, and really find what made me happy. And so I was trying to find things I love to do. And I love to read. And I hadn't picked up a book in a long time. And so I started getting, um, I downloaded an app, and I just put a book on my phone. And so I would listen to books or to podcasts on my phone in the background when I do like, you know, everyday tasks at home. And I found that to be so, it was so good. It like fed my soul, even though I wasn't like really doing much, I was able to learn from other people. I love the human connection. There's just something about that that I always have gravitated towards. And so even though I would be listening to these podcasts and stuff, I started Googling like support groups. And at the time it was COVID. So a lot of people, like a lot of people were not like connecting in that way, like physically. And I found an app called Peanut and I started connecting with other moms on there. And right away I started like socializing and it wasn't so much like in our face socializing, but then I just started connecting with moms in my area that 
we would connect and we had kids the same age and we were just talking about like what was going on. And I've never been one to do that. Like I have a really solid group of friends and I'm very lucky in that aspect. But when you're in something like this and it's new and you're so you're not really social anymore. And it was during a time where things weren't as, you know, you know, social socialization at that time was very much not the same as it is now due to the fact that our world blew up. But, you know, I did make that space to meet other people. So I was listening to these books, I was listening to podcasts on my phone, I'd find time throughout my day to just listen and learn. And then I was, you know, meeting a few, I met actually a few moms that I really liked, and they lived in my area, we went on walks together. And it was like, we didn't, you know, during COVID, everyone was so worried, but it was like, we'd be outside with our kids, we'd go walking. And so I started to kind of dabbling in this whole thing that lit me up and socialization lights me up. And so I had to be a little bit more creative in, during that time, but I was able to work it out, which really helped me and it helped my mental health and helped myself, you know, really get back to myself and just connect in a way that I hadn't connected in in a while. And I would say, you know, try to find that light again. However, that looks for you. If there's something you did prior, maybe try to incorporate that. You don't have to make this a big thing. Maybe just try little bites of it here and there. You know, if you were an artist before having a baby or, you know, before having your family, maybe you dabble in that again. Lighting yourself up will fill your cup. And you'll notice that you show up a little bit different for your family. There's something about that that it's it's you're not lost you're not you're not someone that's just a mom now you were a person before that had a lot of different things that you love to do and so i really at the in the early days and even now i really start started thinking about it more and more as the kids got older like what makes me happy because yes i'm a mom and they're my world and they're everything to me but I'm also Becca, someone that enjoys yoga, someone that enjoys listening to podcasts or listening to Audible and listening to books. I like to be creative. I like to be social. And that feeds my soul. So find something that you enjoy and that feeds your soul because I promise it will totally change the way you mother. It will change the way you are showing up at home. It will change your whole mood and it will make you feel a little bit of yourself again, because in motherhood, we all know we get lost in it. And if you just get a little bit of yourself back, it makes things just a little bit better and a little bit easier, I think. The next one I wanted to discuss, which is something that took me a while to get a habit in, but I did notice how much it filled my cup, is it's just one word. It's exercise. You're probably listening going, I don't want to exercise. Are you crazy? Like, when am I going to have the time for that? I'm going to tell you, time was not on my side either. But I will say, if you try to do movement in your day, even if it means you go out on a walk with your baby, or if it means that you take a class where your partner, someone that you love, that you, you know, that supports you, can watch your baby while you go take a class that you enjoy doing, maybe figuring out what that looks like. Sometimes you just have to dabble in it. And I'll be honest, when I first started working out, the kids, the twins are really little. It was the first year of their life. And I had an exercise bike. So the exercise bike was a huge, 
you know, blessing to me, I was able to ride the bike in the morning before they woke up, or even when they took naps, I would ride the bike, there was like 20 minute classes, 30 minute classes. And I just it really helped me. And another thing that helped me was I had a C section, I had a, I had two C sections with my kids. So the first one with the twins, my pelvic floor was just a mess. Like I, my diastasis recti, the separation in your abs, that was so crazy. I couldn't even really move around as much as I could. Lifting was really hard for me. I wasn't able to really have a core that felt strong. So I had a really big emphasis with my a working out journey is I really wanted to find a physical therapist to help me. So I invested in that. I got a physical therapist. They helped my pelvic floor. They were able to help me with my diastasis. I was able to get stronger in that aspect. I was working out on the bike. And then when Quinn was born, that's when I really implemented a schedule of working out. And I was able to make it two days a week, three days a week, four days a week, but I would do it in a way that made sense to our home. Obviously, my kids are in school now. So like I would do things too before they got up from from waking up. I would do things as I would see fit in my day. Like let's say I worked after work, I would just run to the gym before I had to pick up the kids. Uh, I just, you, you, you move parts around. I mean, it's not gonna be the easiest task. Nothing in life that's worth having comes easy. I've said that before you have to make the time and space for yourself. The endorphins are huge. Working out, moving your body, that movement, it breaks up energy. You know, there is a part to this too that, you know, mental health is a big one for me, but it may be physical for you where you want to lose some weight. And you can maybe have a little bit of a goal for yourself, maybe partner up with a girlfriend that you know, to help motivate you, I'll motivate you, you know, just having that piece of your day or your week, every week and making it a habit will change your life. And working out is not one size fits all. You can do anything in working out. You can go to a dance class. They have so many classes out there that you can find something that you gravitate to. And let me tell you, when you start going to classes, you meet other people and then you're social. So that's another added bonus to it is that you can meet others. I've already met a few moms in some of the classes I take and it's really broken up my day. I feel like I get, I'm accomplished. And so if you can find something for exercise, I would highly, highly recommend it. The last thing I'm going to say is I'm going to talk about some pretty simple things. But for me as a first time mom, and even sometimes now I struggle with it, but it's just a reminder in this podcast that we're all struggling in real time. You know, even though I'm a little bit ahead of the game, maybe to some of you, or some of you are ahead of me, you know, I'm in a stage right now where life isn't always going to be perfect. I'm not going to always have my self-care as a top priority every week. I definitely make it a priority, but there are weeks where I fall short and I'm aware of it. And I know that the next following week, I'm going to pick it back up. But what I will say is these practices take time. And the simple thing I want to talk about next is basic needs. When I first had my family and when I first had the kids brushing your teeth, you don't think that these things go on the wayside. You don't think as simple as, oh, I'm going to take a shower. I'm going to go wash my hair. I want to like really spend time to shave my legs today. That goes out the window. You don't have that time. Time is such a luxury once you become a parent. And when you get that time, it's like such the, it's like the golden hour when you get a moment to breathe. So I will say if there is a way that you can incorporate those things again, washing my face was another one. I, I love 
self-care in that aspect. I love putting on makeup. I'm the type of girl that woke up every day for a long, long time, put my makeup on, put my my slacks on for, for work. You know, I was I was doing it every day and then I went to nothing. And so it took me a little time, but I would just get up and get ready. I'd get out of my PJs, I would change it up and I would start getting dressed and it wasn't like I was getting dressed for anything. I was just getting dressed to go to the kitchen. <laughs> like, you know, it sounds funny, but it really helped me and it helped fill my cup to make me feel like myself again. And another one I did, which is to some people may sound weird, but it helped me. And I, I'll tell you why it helped me was I would make my bed every day. I still do it to this day. I think what it was is when I would make my bed, I felt like things were in control in an out of control environment. When even now, like the the kids, they're insane. They have a lot of energy. They are moving around. I have a mess all the time in the house, which is normal. But then if I make my bed and I have that corner of my house of my world, at least a little bit right, I feel like I'm in control. So making my bed felt good. But I will remember the first time I really got ready. And I think the twins were like, gosh, it was it was early. It was probably six months, maybe five months old. And just the way my self-esteem just lifted when I got ready. I felt like I saw myself again. You know, as simple as doing your hair and putting on some clothes and you don't have to make it like fancy, just change up your clothes because we know, you know, being in the same clothes all day and forgetting about ourselves is pretty normal because you're taking care of others all the time. But I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you to not do that and make yourself a priority. Sprinkle in some time. It doesn't have to be a long time. Maybe do little nudges with it. Like for me, the first thing I started doing was I was brushing my teeth every morning, it was not an option. And I would find that I just started implementing things as I went on from there, brushing my teeth, and then like, even going to the restroom, I remember even holding it like I would hold my going to the restroom, because I didn't want to leave what I was doing with them. And I was okay, I could have went to the restroom, there's just the sense of like, we have to be on all the time. And taking care of yourself can be those little things self care, does not have to be this big giant elephant in the room. It could just be little things. And I hope this podcast is able to help you understand that not everything is going to be perfect every day. And self-care could just be a simple looking at yourself in the mirror and telling yourself that you're a priority because you are. And everybody else, they get so much of you. And I know you're such a great mom. Give yourself some too, because this is not just a a rat race of trying to meet the next thing that needs to be done. This is life and you are living in it and you deserve to be happy. You're not meant to have this unbearable load by yourself. And shout out to the moms that have little to no support. I'm sure it's hard to be able to maneuver this and figure out what does that mean, Becca, to have self-care. I don't have the support that I need to do that. This load doesn't have to be heavier with that belief system that you can't do this. Because I'm telling you, if you take little steps, even if you don't have the most support, but little steps that you can take control of, you can show up so much better. You can love better. You can have less resentment, less burnout. I hope this episode helped. And I hope that you could take away something out of this episode to start thinking about yourself. And just a reminder, self-care is for you. It's for nobody else. This is not a comparison. This is for you. And so when you're doing these things, 
I want you to remember the reason why. And it's for that person right there that you see every day in the mirror. Yeah, that girl. She's still in there. And she still has so many things that she can do to take care of herself. Thank you for joining me today. I hope this episode resonated with you to grab that self-care and start implementing something in your life, something small, something big. I can't wait to hear about them. You can reach me at Instagram at heygirlhey underscore with Becca. Please follow me there. And don't forget, if you're really liking these shows and you're liking these topics, please rate and review my podcast. I would love to hear from you. And anything that you can come up with, you can always reach me on Instagram. I would love to hear your feedback and connect in that way. Okay, we can't leave without our affirmation. And today's affirmation, a lot of them are very simple, but I want you to take away from these affirmations something that you can implement within yourself too and find that internal voice of saying how wonderful you are. So here we go. Today's affirmation goes like this. I have a gift and I am responsible for sharing it with the world. And you do. Self-care, thinking of you again and making sure that you share your light with other people. Your light is bright. So don't forget it. And I will tell you that light can be dimmed in certain situations in motherhood, but we can find that light again and we can do it together. Thank you again, my friend, for joining me today. I can't wait for the next episode. This is Hey Girl, Hey. Hey.